Hi, I'm Don Barris. You're about to see me on the Anthony Rogers show. And I can honestly say I'm not wearing pants right now. No underwear, no pants. You are now listening to the best show in the universe. The Anthony Rogers show. You probably wish that this was your show, but it's not. It's the Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show. Whether you're new to THC or have been using it for years, Delta Extracts has something for you. Delta Extracts carefully tests each batch to ensure quality, consistency, taste, and authenticity. They pride themselves on the transparency and believe that you should know exactly what goes into your favorite THC products. Get some gummies, flour, cartridges, tinctures, shots, dabs, and disposable pens, all federally legal. Available at DeltaExtracts.com. Go to DeltaExtrax.com. Use code ANTHONY30 at checkout. Receive 30% off your purchase today. Link in the description. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Um, today we have a legendary comedian joining the show, uh, Dom Barris. How are you doing, brother? Oh, thank you very much. Legendary? Yeah, it, we, we got to hype you up, man. We got we to make them... Uh, <laughs> we gotta... <laughs> Bullshit as much as possible. No, I, I meant that, though, legitimately. I was just fucking with you on the second part of it, though, man. Like, uh, like how did, you get, how did uh, you get into comedy originally? Like, uh, I moved out here and I said I'm going to do comedy. You're from Michigan originally? Yes, and I went to the comedy store, and I just hung out there, and I learned how the game is played. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do. So you uh, you do the uh, you uh, you're the comedian for the crowd for the Jimmy Kimmel show too. Yes, they the official title is audience warm up. That's killer, man. That's killer. Well, how old were you when you came out to LA to pursue this uh, pursue comedy? I was Thirteen. Thirteen. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. That's really young to get into comedy. Like. Yeah. What was that? What was that like trying to get gigs at thirteen? Like I couldn't even fucking imagine that. Like, let's just drop the age. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Yeah, you just like book me or whatever the fuck. No, I just hung out at the comedy store and I got to know people there and I learned how the game is played. I okay. Just didn't do a lot of comedy to tell you the truth. What got you into it originally? Uh, I guess you could say. I, at the time, what I was doing, Mary Jane, come here for a sec. Which one's the half? Uh, why don't you focus on your show? We'll talk about it later. Just answer my question. Uh, what was the question again? I noticed you're wearing 3D glasses. My <laughs> yeah, yeah. What uh, what uh, what made you get into comedy originally? Like, what? So, was there a comedian or something? I was like, you're like, holy fuck, I gotta do this. Or like, how, how did they even become a like, option? I, worked, I think. I worked as a disc jockey. I had my own disc jockey, oh, okay. but I did weddings and frat parties and things like sorority parties. That makes and, sense. And what I did is, I just always felt like, wow, I can make jokes. I can make people laugh. And the great thing about that is, if they weren't laughing, I'd do a punch. 
I could just go right to the song. So I would do like, you know, I was just people were telling me that I was very funny and that I should give this a shot. So I moved out here and I did it. That's cool, man. That's like, that's, I, I like the American dream like that. Man. That's cool. Do you, do you remember your first joke you wrote, like, and performed, like, live? Or... Yes. <laughs> what, what was it, if you don't mind? Like... I, uh, I did a thing about that, and I, very first night I went to and did this at a club. I was, I got into an acting class. This is called the ABC Television Improv Workshop Television Class. And it was supposed to be a big deal. And they said they had to audition you to get in. And they could say no. But I think the audition was really if your check cleared. Hmm. And some people in my class were stand-up comics. And they said that they were going to do a show. And would I like to be part of it? And they said, this will motivate you to start getting something. So I, so I had two weeks to do it. And I came up with a couple bits and one of them was I said that uh you know I'm coming here uh I used to be part of a uh, a comedy team but we recently broke up and the thing that I did is I did the uh all I did was like hey so uh you know I like did all the setup lines and then said nothing <laughs> stupid but it was that's Oh, it's original. I like that. Yeah, and it wasn't bad for the first time. I mean, it was, but what they did is I think they fucked me because they knew what I was going to do. And right before I went on, they said, Hey, can we put this guy on before you? And he did almost an identical joke as mine. Uh, I hate that shit. I hate yeah, that shit. I realized they were fucking with me, but I just said, Hey, you know what? The truth is, is that I've been rehearsing this bit. My first time ever on stage, I rehearsed this bit, and I uh, they did the same joke. So I'm going to do my joke again. Just go along with it. I'm not copying them. This is just what happened. <laughs> and the audience loved me. The audience loved me because I was honest, and I was like, oh, this is my first time. The second time, I did it in the comedy store in front of two dudes, and I left my mic by where they were sitting, and the entire time they were talking about my cock. <laughs> so, so, so you fell in love with comedy immediately, it sounds like. Oh, I be fucking open to it. <laughs> That's crazy. This is kind of a cheesy question. But like, what advice would you give like, like a 19-year-old or something like, uh, like, like maybe listening to this that wants to get into comedy? Like, how, like what, what advice would you give them to be a professional comedian rather than uh, I don't, Mike or something? It's a cheesy question at all. My advice is this, when you make the move to go someplace because you can't do it in uh, Des Moines, Iowa and become good, you can start out there. You can do like there might be little comedy clubs, but at one point you have to say, I'm going to go to a big city that has a comedy scene, uh, New York, Boston, L.A., you know, whatever you do. But you have to say when you get in it. If you really want to try to do it, you have to say, I'm selling my soul. And you have to, you have to fucking eat shit. And you have to really try to do it. That's crazy. Is that, you think that's an LA thing? Or you think that's like an everywhere thing? Like if, uh, I think it's an everywhere thing. No, yeah, no. 
So I hear, I hear a lot about that with LA and stuff. I hear just being like a crazy fucking like th- just a shitty kind of city for for entertainment. You know, like as far as like how you're treated, not for its products. You know, I think everywhere you're treated pretty shitty, to be honest with you. That could be, could be. You know, so, sometimes I don't know. As some guy said many years ago, there's more comedy and politics than there is. Wait a minute, there's more politics and comedy than there is comedy and politics. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing, but what it what it really means, you got to play a game no matter where you go, because whatever club you have to real how whose ass do I have to kiss to get into this club? What are the rules of this club that won't make me be thrown out? And the lucky thing I just said, well, I'm going to learn how to do this. And I did it at the comedy store in Hollywood. Cool, cool. Well, didn't uh, Paulie Shore's family on that, right? Like uh, back in the day? Is that who that was from? Paulie Shore's mom or something? Paulie Shore's mother owned it. Yes. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, sorry, it's weird. That was just from that was a question just for me. <laughs> but uh, uh what um so where do you see like how old are you now? I'm twenty three. Twenty three. You so you've been in comedy ten years now, thirteen to twenty three? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, well you look great for twenty three, okay. But no, uh, so what do you I was just saying you've been in comedy a long fucking time though, I think, honestly. Like you've been in like like do that like have i seen you on the jimmy kimmel show too i think you've been in scenes before right i've been in a few things before i believe i saw your face on there before i knew you from comedy first but i, I thought i saw you in kimmel and i did a movie that i created and jimmy that's how i met jimmy he produced the movie and he uh had us on a couple times for the movie that's cool man yeah, no, I thought I saw you in some, like, scene or something. I, I, I could be mistaken. I thought I saw you in some other shit like that on there, too. Not not for the promo, but, like, for, like, uh, some, like, skit-based thing. I couldn't remember right off, but that's why I want to know that. A couple of them. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, no, I thought I was. I used to watch that. I used to watch Kimmel quite a bit. Like, uh, I used to watch all those shows quite a bit. Now. But uh, is it hard, like, uh, is is your audience mostly tourists, I guess, like, coming from other cities to see Jimmy Kimmel or, like, or the show or whatever? Or is it, like, uh, people from town? Or, like, what is what is your market? What is your audience there, man? Well, right now it's kind of hard to say because I think it's like a little bit more than half capacity. Well, yeah, it makes sense. And I think a lot of people, they're coming out of town. I figured, yeah. Because they have professional audience seaters that go out and book the room. Cool. You know, it seems like a good market to be in. Cause like, yeah, if somebody like laughs at your jokes, like, uh, and they're from fucking wherever they go back to their town, they tell people they're like, Oh yeah. You're so like, so, I mean, LA seems like a good market for that reason. It's like an international hub. Like, I mean, they could be going, going back to fucking Japan and be like, yeah, this fucking Don guy was hilarious. You know, telling people in Japan. I mean, that's how big of a, that's how big of an impact you can have just warming up on the audience there, man. Like, like that's a good market, really. I agree. That's good, man. So, uh, like, what do you see your plans from, like, what are you, what are some of your goals and, like, aspirations from here, man? Where do you see yourself going now? Well, to tell you the truth, I had had some plans. I was working on a movie and I was doing some other stuff with that that was about to launch, but we had some problems and I'll decide at the end of the summer if we're going to do that anymore. And I have a show called the ding dong show that I'm working on a little bit. I've got a guy that's, uh, he's putting some money up, but he's an idiot. So (laughs) it's just like, everybody's full of shit. 
Yeah, I know it seems a lot of inter- yeah, a lot of people seem like that. I can tell like it's what you're saying, especially in entertainment. Everybody everybody like likes to sit, like talk is cheap as fuck, right? Like, everybody can do everything until it comes down to doing work, right? Or they or give the money. Yes. You're an apps. <laughs> yeah, this talk is cheap as fuck. But, but I hope you fucking killed on that shit. I didn't know what was your first movie. I didn't look I didn't even see I, I saw some shit on uh, IMDB, but I didn't know like that. What what movies were you in for people to look up and myself too, actually later? Uh Probably the one that because I was like, I kind of created and I was this one of the stars of it, a thing called Windy City Heat. What's that on? Can people look that up? Uh, you could go online and look it up. It's cool. you could see thing online on my website at simply Don. Wait a minute, Mary Jane, simply Don the podcast network. Uh, Dot com, you could go there and see the whole movie. That's cool, man. Mary Jane. <laughs> Is that your assistant or your friend or what? My girlfriend. Oh, okay. That All the above. Nah, Wait, what? She... No, what you said? Like, just cut out a little bit. She's not my sister. Yeah. <laughs> not all the above. Yeah. Yeah. Do I? So, so do uh, do the uh, uh, crew and casket to go with uh, to Epstein Island? With, <laughs> because <laughs> say hello to Mary Jane. I do, Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, simply down the podcast network.com. Yes, simply down the podcast network.com has everything. You can see you can listen to all my different podcasts on. Uh, we should actually learn to put the uh, Twitch. Oh, that's it. Pay attention to the thing. Yeah, so you can go there, listen to my podcast. You could. There's a point where you can see the movie. You can see my pace. I. Quite a, quite a thing. Have you uh, you have plans for other movies? You said like, what is uh, what is the one you're working on that you're looking at this summer? Thing that is called the Ding Dong Show. I've been working on that for a while. Mary Jane's in that too. (laughs) Cool, cool, man. Like uh. Do you have aspirations for like other films and like stuff like that, or like what are you just kind of just is one of the things you're just dabbling in while you're doing other shit? You know, uh, it's just there's a way to make money on your own instead of having to do it through other people, and that's what I'm trying to learn how to do now. So you know, yeah, again, anyway, yeah, uh, like the production and direction of it, I guess. Like Windy City Heat, where is it? See that? Oh, we get that right there. See, we won the uh, years ago when it came out. We won top honors at the Montreal Comedy Festival. Fuck yeah, man! Congrats, that's dope. We have the uh, best movie. That's badass, man. So it's not a shitty movie. I never said that. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of people do say, oh, I was in this movie. And then you see the movie, and it's a shit movie. That's a good point. Yeah, so, I mean, this isn't a stupid-ass movie. Cool, no, I'll check it out for sure. I, I did a little, I knew, I knew you did comedy more than I did knew you did movies. Um, and you also been doing this thing where you wear, you wear a new, a different, like, shirt and hat, like, every fucking day? Like, is, that, is that, like, a thing you're doing still? And I try to do this thing. I'm trying to set the world record for the most different shirts worn on consecutive days. What are you and- at right now? Uh, to this is my 280th shirt, I believe. 280th, that's fucking crazy. 
That's so, I mean, it's interesting, but it's fucking. I, that's crazy. You could pull it off. It's a lot of days. Last last few years, I was trying to do it, and then I found out that I would go out and buy a shirt, and I had worn a similar one, so I had to start over. But I reached a thousand different shirts. <laughs> Holy! What's the world record? I think like three thousand and something. Holy fuck! That's like a long time. And you're at two eighty one again. 280. This 280. is today is 280. That's crazy. So you just buy shirts every you where do you get your shirts at? Uh fortunately a lot of people donate them to me. Oh, that's okay. And I do buy some, but I get some, you know. Uh so what made you want to what made you want to try and do that? Like uh you just, you just pop uh, your head with because I think that you know I want I don't I'm not that good of a writer to write. I'm, more, I'm better like just improvising comedy than I am writing jokes every day. And I know that, so I wanted to have a presence on Instagram. So like every day people that would follow it and, you know, so it was just a reason to be on the social media every day. That's not that's honest. I mean, that's, and that's a good idea. I think it's uh it's it's interesting to say the fucking least, otherwise I wouldn't even ask about it, you know. Like so I mean I, I definitely think it's an interesting kind of thing. Like it's 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 excessive. It's I mean, I just imagine how exhausting that'd be fucking be though. Like having, having like it's like I'll wear the same shirt fucking three days in a row. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm that kind of piece of shit, you know. It's like 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 you have one every single day. That's what I had so many shirts and people would always give me shirts and I would get shirts and I just thought, well, you know what? Let's do something bizarre. And I thought, you know what? Every day, a different shirt. And sometimes people will like it to the point where like, oh, hey, you know, like, I will probably do it again. But it's like, uh, uh oh, the Dodgers just won. Fuck you. Fuck no. If they're playing St. Louis right now, it's my town. <laughs> they are. They just beat St. Louis. I fucking, thanks for telling me that right now in the middle of the, <laughs> on the bottom of the ninth. Walk off home run. Thanks for ruining. Thanks for ruining my night, bro. <laughs> fucking uh, tough. I could have read that in the morning, you know. Dodgers won 106 games and they almost didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I wish they didn't. You know. <laughs> well, now I mean, you, hey, you should look at them right now. All the Cardinals seem sad. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I believe you. I'm, I'm, more, I'm fucking. I'm almost one of them. Like they're fucking pissing me off. I fucking hate that. I knew they're pointing that. I didn't. I didn't watch that. But fuck, man. Uh, the only thing bad is if you would have recorded it, and I told you here, and then you know how it's gonna end. You just ruined the fucking game for me. Yeah, that'd be that'd be hilarious. I. That's funny. So that's game. If people are listening, and watching this game one, I guess right. The fucking that's no, crazy. Exactly the uh, wild card game. Yeah, but it's the first game, though, right? It's the only game of the Wildcats. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, I'm stupid right now. Whoever does this, now they go to the next round. Yeah, yeah. Kind of crazy. But the team that almost fucked up, San Francisco was up two days with two days left. They lost the Dodgers once, and now they're one one up with one. If they would have if they would have won that, if the San Francisco would have lost, they would have on Monday had to play them, the Dodgers, to see who was the champion of the West and who was the wild card. And then the wild card, so they if they would have lost to the Dodgers then, 
San Francisco would have had to have played today. And they were two games up. This episode is brought to you by the Freeze Pipe. Uh, Freeze Pipe is basically a small American-owned company. Um, online smoke shop makes a unique line of freezable bongs, bubblers, glass pipes, and more. These thick glass pieces all feature various combinations of glycerin coils, which work to cool the smoke down by over 300 degrees. Freeze pipes have ice cold, extremely smooth hits, freezes quickly and stays frozen. A removable honeycomb style bowl for easy action and packing, no spilling, nasty mess, or high up gets associated with larger water bongs. Also, make sure to use promo code ROGERS for a discount. That's crazy, man. Like, um, how many World Series do the Dodgers have? Like, one or two or something? Like, what do you mean? Well, they won last year. Yeah, but they only have like, I think the Cardinals have like 11, though, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, they probably do, but that's a little more. It, it, would that make them a better team? You think, or was that like? Uh, I think the Dodgers were a better team. They were like sixteen games better than St. Louis. Well, maybe. So they... <laughs> we said I'm killing each other over fucking <laughs> over fucking team. I fucking hate the Cardinals' loss. It sucks, man. Like it fucking sucks. I love. That's like. I was a baseball fan, a big baseball fan, but my team, the teams that I love, are the Detroit. Detroit Tigers, and then I think if I had a second team, it would be the L.A. Dodgers. Well, yeah, you're from Michigan, right? What part of Michigan are you from? A place called Saginaw Township. Okay. Yeah, I've been to Michigan a little bit. Like, this is an interesting oh, area. They recently renamed a high school after me. Are you are you fucking with me? Are you serious? I'm fucking with you, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, you had, like, a deadpan fucking delivery, so I didn't know. I was like, like, like you just, like, straight-faced it to me, and I'm like... Well, let me tell you, my friend, that's comedy right there. Right, Mary Jane? Yes. <laughs> you guys are wild, man. Like, well, uh, do you want to throw out any links or anything before we get out here? Do you have, do you have anything oh, people... You're ready to ditch me already, huh? I'll, I'll bullshit with you. I was just trying to be nice. I'll bullshit. I'll keep going. This is People probably look this up. Thank you, fucking Nimmin. A little bit. So talk to me. I mean, ask what you want. No, no, I have been. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I... I look at this. A long time ago, a very big name comic said to me, he told me, you know, there's no there's no book you can read on how to do stand up comedy. You have to to learn on your own and talk to people that have done it, and ask questions. So and he gave me a lot of information and he said, and that's your job now. Now, if people want to know stuff you have to help them by telling them answers. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know a lot of people that, play, that do comedy in your circle. Like, uh, I think one of my buddy's books there, like uh, uh scholar stone, I think he's from Missouri. He books there. I think like, uh, he's in like a bunch of fucking shit too. I don't know. I don't fucking, I don't follow. I don't watch TV that much, but he's in a bunch of TV shows and shit. Well, you're at a good place. So that's probably the premier venue in the world. Probably I'd say, I'd say that's probably like where people aspire to play around the world. I think, you know, like the, the comedy store in like LA or Hollywood or LA or whatever. I would say the Comedy Store is probably the most famous comedy club in America. I'd say so, too. And they just did a big Showtime special, a five-part Showtime special on it. I think it's if you have... Uh, Showtime. Yeah, that's, what, that's why I said Showtime special. Yeah. And if you have, uh, you know, if your cable company... I'm, I know it's still up right now. I could go watch it right now. But they had five five different shows. 
and it talks about the history of the comedy store and it shows you all the people that have made their way there. That's cool as far. I felt very honored because I was in three of the five shows and they do Man. a little on me. That's badass. No, you're a legend at this point now. You do it long enough, people start calling you a legend, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, it's fucking comes to the chair. You worked your ass off, man. I mean, that's what that's what happens. I mean, you know, it's just what ass off, but I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. Well, I think we all want to be bigger, you know. I think I like I think there's all like what, what do you, where do you want to be? Uh, you know, uh like I've been friends with like Jimmy Kimmel for many, many years, like over 20 years. So I watched him uh, to where he got and I do the show every day. And, you know, it's wonderful to see your friend do it. But it's like, man, I wish I was rubbing elbows with like tonight on tonight's show. They had Daniel Craig and he did a very good interview with them. And I like, oh, God, I'd love to be in that position. But I think you could. I think you could just do a do like a podcast. I mean, that's how I'm talking to you. Just do a podcast like uh like you fucking annoy annoy people like I annoyed you fucking <laughs> to be. I mean, it's, I mean, it's the same fucking thing. I mean, you could probably you probably could, man. You you got to, you've been watching long enough. The thing is, I think people. One of the reasons I do did your podcast is because I know how hard it is to get somebody, and if somebody asks me and they seem like they really want to talk to me, I'll do it. Because what am I going to spend less than an hour with you? Uh, I would just be hanging out with Mary Jane and I go to the comedy store and I'll do my midnight spot. Uh, but you know, I did Kimmel today and it's kind of like my wind down. I do a, I do, there's a girl that's opening a bunch of clubs out here in Los Angeles and she's got money and I think she wants to get more and more. So I've, for over a year, I've run her online open mic show. And, you know, it's like, it amazes me because people come in there and hardly any, once in a while, people will ask questions and I'll answer anybody. But it's like, fuck, here's somebody who's done it and nobody comes in and asks questions. I will answer anybody. I really, it's like, I really feel there's, you have to give back. Like the other night at the comedy store, you know, I'm there every day. And so I went out and bought good pizza, not like Domino's. I spent almost 400 bucks just for Damn. the people that worked there. Just to be a good guy. But I mean, I think you have to do that kind of stuff. Because I remember when I was starting out and I was working as a doorman at the comedy store. Somebody would buy pizza, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is great." That no, makes so, sense. Circle Y for sure. David Lucas is a, a, a door guy there now, right? David Lucas, yes. That guy's fucking hilarious, man. What do you think of him? Uh, I don't watch his comedy. I don't watch many people's comedy. No, it makes sense. I don't really. Either. I mean, yeah, I don't really either. I saw him on. I saw him on the Kill Tony podcast, and like, uh, he's yeah. roasting people, and he's funny. Did he? Move, he moved to Austin, I think. Yeah, I think he's well. He's going back and forth between Austin and LA. I thought last I talked to him, I had talked to him a couple weeks, probably. I haven't seen him at all at the comedy store. 
Well, I guess he is in Austin then. That makes more. Yeah, he's been on that Kill Tony podcast. Like, hell is like he he kind of blew up off that. And like, uh, he's, he's I, I like roast comedy too. Like, I like the insult thing, man. I, I think that's kind of funny. Like, I, this generation's a little too pussy for that. Like, uh, they they just like want to fucking apologize. Every joke's like an apology now or something. Like, you know. I also look at between you and I doing the roast. It's pretty. You can rip on anybody. You can find fault in anybody. Yeah, it's great. But complete opposite. I will not say anything negative about anybody. Really. Oh, yeah, and I close out the show every night at the comedy store, and I'll do 90 minutes. And instead of being, minutes. yeah. Instead That's of, fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I've done it for years. Yeah, I could do, like, half-hour sets and shit tops. Like, I, and after after a half-hour, probably get boring as fuck. I couldn't imagine. Like, what do you, how do you, how do you go 90, fuck, I mean, just says, how do you, how do you write that long? That's a lot. You said a lot of jokes, I guess, or what? No, it's mainly just, uh, I play off the audience. Because it's like when I'm doing an audience warm up, I'm playing the crowd. Like, what's going on there? I find interesting characters and I play off them. I but I, see that. I just try not to fucking rip on anybody because <laughs> you know it's too easy. Well, plus you can't anymore. In your situation, you probably you like, like being on TV and shit. You probably get fired for that. Honestly, I mean, you probably can't. You probably can't be even mean in comedy anymore, as far as you are. You know. Well, I was told that yes. I feel like that. Yeah, no, I feel like the, the the TV version of like comedy and stuff. Like, yeah, no, I I, I like doing bars and shit. I, I like fucking people with fucking with people in bars because like, like, like you have to make them pay attention to you. Like, I love that shit. Because like, like I feel like clubs, like everyone's just staring at you. I can just literally say anything and people would laugh. You know what I mean? Just because I'm on stage, you know. But I feel like if like if if, if bar, you just, like make all these fuckers pay attention. To you. I love that shit. It's like hard mode, you know. Well, that's why I go up late night because I think it's a great. It's it's really hard to be the last comic in a show because they've seen everybody and well yeah the- and your your lineups are crazy too i saw some of the sets here you post them on instagram and like i rec i could recognize every single fucking name on that list they'll say sometimes it's crazy you have like 12 fucking famous comedians like well and you're like closing for that's crazy yep well that's the way it is yeah hey, the- all the time man but that's like- what no, it's crazy. Congrats for like doing that. There's a lot of people I think like kind of just daydreaming about stuff like that. And I I think I have kind of a different approach to comedy, but I think like I I enjoy like like other people's ideas. You know, like I I couldn't live in L.A. I feel like you know I'm it's not, nothing against your city or anything, but I just couldn't live there. I feel like I I, I like Missouri. Like people not knowing shit about where I'm at. You know, I, I like being in the woods. You know, it's like well, you know what? The only thing is, and you got at one point you have to be able to go to these big cities because that's where the business side of it is, you know, but then there's some people, Hey, I just want to be a road comic. I just want to work at a club and that's fine. I mean, it's whatever level you want to be, but if you want to go to another level, you have to be around where there's a lot of uh, industry and people. Well, yeah, you still, I can still travel those places and stuff, I feel like. But so I, I mean, I have like an RV boss. I, I have a bunch of fucking shit. I mean, I, I can travel wherever. But I just feel like living wise, if I'm like just my downtime, you know, not the fucking work times, I'll go. I've toured up and down the West Coast. I haven't done any of those. Like I, like I said, I do bar. I like the bar thing. I, I don't know why. I like booking a bar, I like flooding it with people, with bands, all that shit, and just fucking like doing comedy mixed in with that's like my thing more so. The, the comedy club's always been uptight for me. It's like, like, like I don't do the fucking comedy store. So, so I, you know, I mean, I, like you're you're in, you're in a real fucking venue. You go to these the comedy clubs, they're so fucking uptight. All these gatekeeper morons and shit in the way, and you're doing all these shows, these fucking losers, and like it's just not my thing. Like you're you're in you're in one of the only comedy clubs I, I actually probably respect, to be honest. And like uh, I and like the lineup you're on sick. And like you, you, I would do it. I mean, you know what I mean like I would do that if you your lineup sick. I mean, you're in the right spot. 
But I mean, yeah, a lot of these clubs, man, he's got like these fucking, they're just like dorks, dude. And they're gatekeepers. It's just not my thing, you know? I understand what you're saying. You're absolutely right. I and you got to do what you do or create your own thing. I mean, you got to either create your own thing or fucking go to LA. And let's, I mean, I mean, that's pretty, or New York, I guess, or like you said, Chicago, maybe because like SNL's there and shit. But I mean, it's just like, I mean, just, I don't know. I couldn't live in any of those fucking cities for some reason. <laughs> just, well, personal preference, you know? But, and you're making money and you're happy with what you're doing. Well, that's the goal. Yeah. You just got to be happy and like love it and stuff. Like I, I get to talk to like people that I fucking should, should say no to my show a million times all, all fucking week, man. It's like a, it's a blessing, man. Like, uh, like today, today I had like porn stars, you fucking, uh, I had like, I had like a bunch of, I had this band that fucking, uh, uh, was, oh, what the fuck candle box. I played with like fucking Kurt Cobain and all this shit. That was fucking nuts earlier. It's just like, it's a, I mean, it's like crazy to even have you on here. It's like just nuts to have like, uh, you know what I mean? It's just like a, like one day, all your everything, all your hard work just comes true, and then like like seeing the podcast. This podcast is so fucking easy. It's the dumbest shit I do, but it's the easiest thing, and it pays the most. It's like you know what I mean it's just the fucking. You know what I mean it's like I feel like I do so much cooler shit. <laughs> like you know. Congratulations! If you're happy with what you're doing, that's all that matters. Yeah, I think that's legitimately the goal, wasn't it? The, what's that? That's legitimately the goal, probably, isn't it? Just happiness. Yeah. yeah absolutely. See, my stupid thing is. I want to be gigantic and I haven't reached that point and I'm close enough and I see people. I went on the road. Do you know who Dice Clay is? Yeah, yeah. I went on, I was his opening act when he was uh, still playing like arenas. Wow. So I've seen people really successful and that's what I'd like to be able to do. So. Well, I think you're in that circle, man. You just got to figure out what you, I mean, is it a comedy special going to do it for you? Or like, what do you think the, what do you think the goal is? Like, uh, well, I'm, as I said, I, I put a lot of time into a lot of my shit. And one thing that I put a lot of time into, I don't want to do it anymore. And so I'm going to decide at the end of the summer, if I'm going to do it anymore. And if I do, we'll figure out how to do that. But I was about to make some good money on that. And so I'm trying to do this ding dong show thing. I might take that on the road. Uh, but you never know. Who knows what the next thing is? If but, you never- wanna, but I li- but I have to stay in town. I guess I could leave on the weekends and maybe that's what I'll start doing. Going to other towns on the weekends because I have to work on Kimmel from Monday through Thursday. That pays too much money to not do it. Oh, it makes sense. I mean, you got a good gig. I mean, I like it, it's funny because like there's a time in your life like you probably would have wished for that, you know. And then now, now you have what you want, and you're like, you're like, oh, now I need the next thing. You know, it's like I feel like uh, I feel like it's how life works. You know, like you, you know, exactly right. It's like it's just a stepping stone to stepping stone and stuff. Like you're exactly right. And say you say, uh, and you probably get where you where you think you need to be next. And like that, that's not enough, you know. It's like it's always gonna be the same thing, man. I, I think if you if you, I think probably like you need to look inside, man. I think like you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of fucking probably good stories, good fucking things that happen. And, like count the blessings, really, because like you probably have like fifteen fucking amazing things. That, like some kid in fucking like Wisconsin's like, man, I wish I had one of those going on, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I can't say that I'm happy, but anybody that sees, oh, you play every night at the biggest comedy club in the world. You, every night you work for 
uh, 19 years you've worked on uh, a show every day to find jobs like that are next to impossible. No, I agree. And I think that's what I mean. I think you got a lot of blessings, man. I think like, but you're I feel like I, I have a lot in common with you. I always want more too. That's how I can relate to that. I'm always like, it, it would, like, I don't know. One day it'll be like, I'll have like, like podcast wise or something. Just in, just in some like relate to you. You have a podcast too. But like, uh, you have like, I'll have like Jordan Belford on like the actual Wolf of Wall Street. So I'll be like, holy fuck off sublime on the next week. I'm like, holy shit. And then like that goes away and you're just like, man, I need fucking to do more shit. I, I can totally relate to what you're saying, man. You like like you milestones you you just fucking run by and you're like man I need to figure out what the next move is you know and you're in a circle where everyone around you's probably killing it Doug I mean you're at the fucking you're in that spot where everybody's at you know I think that and you're just watching everybody around it and like you're probably just being like now nah, I can see why you'd think that that makes a lot of sense like but I mean I think you got a lot of blessings I think if you want to go bigger I mean I think you could man I mean I think a comedy special will do that probably for you all my blessings and I do know that I'm very you know. But I'm just saying, you know, I'd like, you know, I'd like to be, I'd like to be doing more. No, no, I think that's honest that you can even admit that. I think, I think most people probably feel that way that are in any kind of like art or something. But I think that like most people are too much of a pussy to admit it, honestly. I mean, I created a movie that I did that won awards. Uh, I make enough money to pay my bills and that's pretty good but i don't own a home i want to own a home you know there's a lot of shit that you want to do you know and owning a home in la isn't like owning a home in missouri it's fucking impossible in la probably well you know you put you could get probably a hundred thousand dollar home and that's not bad in michigan missouri places like that Hundred thousand dollars does nothing. It's yeah. crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, it is weird. And like that's got that's gotta be kind of yeah, I can see how that'd be that's kind of a weird thing to think about. Yeah, real estate. That's why a lot of people yeah, I talked to a lot of people in St. Louis City, like they, they moved from like bigger cities like Chicago and stuff because of the uh the price of the houses and stuff here. I hear I hear that a lot, yeah. Well, how often do you have your show? I've been doing this um, uh, weekly because I've been uh, I've been in the country building a boss to do an RV for like touring and stuff. But uh, lately, I do this daily now. This is like uh, I basically just fucking uh, release them daily, and I just stack up interviews. And like I I talked to you and a porn star today so far, and then uh, that was my podcast today. Well, if it means anything to keep it going, I can put both hands around my penis and the head sticks out. <laughs> That's funny, man. Like, how, like, what got you? How, what do you think about podcasts? Like, you have one too. Like, you, you, is it easy, fun? Like, what, what do you do it for? Like, I just, it's so hard to do it on your own. If I had, I wish, I know some people who have podcasts, they uh, do the podcast, they show up the day of the show, they go in there, the guests have been booked, they've got a place, they don't have to worry about the person that's going to put it up. How's it going to get out there? Uh, you know, Mary Jane, who you just met, helps me out a lot with that. And, but I mean, you know, the podcasts aren't making that much money. And so it's like, unfortunately, I wish I could pay her more. She deserves it. No, that's always hard at first, like starting out like that. Like, no, the, 
I agree. I've like, uh, whenever I was starting out to find, like my pocket, I've probably been doing it about five years and it just the last years made decent money. Like it took about a five year investment period, I'd say. Then like, uh, I'm just like, I'm not really giving a fuck about it, really making money. And then I started like, I, I've been selling ads. So I mean, each episode's making like, like 300 bucks or 400 bucks an episode. And then fucking like, I'm doing like five episodes a week now. So I mean, that's like almost like two grand a week, you know, if I do yeah. it right. I mean, that's still not that much, but it's fucking like better than having to sit in a cubicle. Yeah. I, I absolutely mean, agree. I mean, I freed myself at least. And that's what I think you have going with the Jimmy Kimmel things. Like, like you found a way to free yourself. Now just build on that. You know, that's kind of what I, I'm trying to do too. It's like, cause I want to, I, I wrote like fucking like seven comedy specials, but like, uh, and I was going to record one for Amazon, but like all this fucking fake, like whatever the fuck's going on, the, the fucking end of the world LARP or whatever the fuck it is, you know, it's like every day we're all dying or something. I don't fucking know. I can't pay attention to it anymore. But, uh, so, so it's hard to do fucking shows for a second. I'm about to record that finally. And like, I mean, that's some good shit, you know? I think comedy specials are the move right now, you know. I think like going to those, you're pretty much booked anywhere at that point, you know. Yeah, well, everybody goes their own route. You should do a yeah. well, thanks, brother. You should do a special. I think that's I was bringing that up specifically because I think you you would kill at it like doing a comedy special. I think that'd probably bring you to the next level that you want, honestly. Well, we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, yeah. the guy that did the that directed the comedy store documentary is working on one guy that's a little outrageous, and he's going to put out a special with him. If that works, he says he wants to do it with me. So that's dope. How do you do ninety minutes though? That that's the most legitimately impressive thing you told me so far. How the fuck? Like you told me to do a lot of crowd work and shit, but that's so fucking long. To that's crazy. I do numerous things. No, you're wild. The 90 minute sets are fucking crazy to me. I couldn't even like I can maybe bullshit an hour if there's like enough money. If I if, like I was like motivated, I could maybe bullshit an hour. But like 30 minutes is like even hard, kind of, but I could do that, you know. I feel like I like do it on four bits, too. Do what? Four bits. <laughs> and the rest is just improvising. Yeah. That's fucking not like I couldn't imagine. I couldn't even do a fucking TED talk for ninety minutes. I have no idea how. You mean I have no idea what to even fucking talk like what to even talk about that long? I just talk to the. It doesn't. I learned one thing about comedy: it doesn't always have to be funny, as long as you're interesting. That's yeah. Funny, be interesting. Who's your favorite comic? Uh, when I came out here, it was funny because one of the people that I just saw as I came out here was Sam Kennison, and I got to know him a little bit. He was a he was a really good comic. He was a really fun comic. Yeah, that would have been crazy seeing him in his primes. Like, I, I saw him, like, years later because I'm, I'm, like, younger. So I saw him, like, YouTube or something. I don't know. You know I mean, some young as younger. But uh, uh, you, you could see live. I bet. No, I bet he was killer, man. Like, that's got to be crazy. That was one of those guys, like, sobered up. 